Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Well, yesterday I talked about finding victory over temptation, and I told you that we are all tempted, and every single day we're tempted with something, and God gives us a way out, and I use the scriptures that shared with. So today I'm going to continue on that, and uh, we'll go, keep going here. Our Heavenly Father, love you. I love being a part of the family of God. I love being a part of the radio family here at KBXL. I love being a part of the community. I love my friends, Lord. They're in partnerships and pastors all around the Treasure Valley. I love my friends that are in Christian ministry along the Treasure Valley. Lord, I think of Christian Living Magazine and, Lord, what you're doing in their lives and how you're touching the community. I think of all these uh, places that are helping those that are in prison and, and those that are around and touching their lives. There's so many different things that are being that are happening that are changing lives, and I thank you. Thank you for that. But, Lord, use us today. Use this message today to, to touch someone somewhere. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, like I closed yesterday, I said Satan would love for us to fall victim. And you know what? We're going to stand our ground. Listen to 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 9 through 11. This is the Apostle Paul. Another reason I wrote you was to see if you would stand the test and be obedient in everything. Anyone you forgive, I also forgive. And what I have forgiven, I, what I there was anything to forgive, I have forgiven in the sight of Christ for your sake, in order that Satan might not outwit us, for we are not aware of his schemes. And that was kind of a disjointed. I think I read that very disjointedly. Uh, disjointedly. I apologize for that. But it says, for we are not aware of his schemes. Satan has all sorts of schemes. He has plans. The other day I shared about game plans. Well, the enemy has a plan. He'd love to take us down. And do you know what? Satan uses his schemes to de- deceive people, very well-meaning people, in the church even. even It's not just the people of the world. In the church he wants to deceive. You know, who is it that plants that negative thoughts in your mind and gives you the desires to stir up the body of Christ? It's not God. If you're stirring up your church and causing issues in your church and causing dissension, people know this. That is not of God. God is not a God of, dissension, uh, of dissension. Uh, many a church has been taken down by claiming Christians who have gotten bent out of shape and given the temptation to cause trouble. I've had even people say to me, well, Pastor, you know, if you keep doing this or if this happens this way, you know, so-and-so is going to leave and this person's going to leave and that person's going to leave. You know who left? It was only the person who told me that. That's happened on several occasions. I've never lost massive people to anything. Knock on wood. Thank you, Jesus, because God, they saw God and they saw through things. But people like to manipulate, like to throw out names. You hear that all the time. That's what people do. But you and I have to stay alert, stay, uh, stay in tune so that doesn't happen, that we can keep the church and God's people intact. In James, he says in verse chapter 3, verse 7 and 8, Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Come near to God, and he will come near to you. Now, those are pretty good words. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. He knows that he can't get to you. But come near to God, and folks, he's going to come near to you. He's going to be right there by your side. Therein lies the answer in dealing with temptation. Submit to God. Resist the devil. Six words. Submit to God. Resist the devil. Come near to God, and he will come near to you. People of God, we must come near to him. We must learn to rely on him, spend time with him, desire to have his presence in our lives. Do not be deceived. 
Satan is the author of lies and submit to God and look to be directed by God Almighty himself. A desire conceived gives birth to sin. Yes, when you act upon your temptation and when you give into the desires, you have birthed sin, and that is the problem. You know what? And that's that's kind of the the way it is. And I think of let's say being on a diet, which you know I've watched what I've been eating this last year. But it's like there's out there the the beautiful things are out there. I was talking yesterday about Sin Nom Nom and about Lee's candy, and you go there and you can see that that them temptation. It's right in front of you, but you don't have to give into it. It's when you give in to it is your problem, and that's like sin. When you decide, you know, hey, you see that alcohol, whatever, and you decide to wash away your fears by getting drunk, and the Bible talks about the sin of drunkenness and all sorts of things dealing with that, or lying, you know, you're you're not going to lie. It's out there in front of you, and you end up finally lying and giving in, you know. We don't have to give in. It's there, you know, it's like being on a diet. You see things you just can't touch. It's kind of like... In the Christian life, you know, you see you see sin out there, but you just don't touch it. You stay away from it. If you're in a if you're in a situation where there's a beautiful uh, woman at your work or something, and you're a male or a beautiful or a nice looking man, and you're a woman, you see that, and they're really nice, and you think, oh man, I'd like to get involved with them, even though you're married. You know, you see, you notice they're beautiful. Hey, look, we all notice beautiful people. We're not blind. We notice beautiful people. But it's when it's kind of like being on the diet. But when you give in to, to those things that cause you to sin, then sin takes root, and then you are sinning against God. So what should we do? Well, we should think about things that are uplifting. The church, which is the bride of Christ, should be a great place to come to to be encouraged and told the truth. Some don't want to hear the truth, but we have we have to proclaim the prayer that the Holy Spirit of God softens the heart of man and woman to reflect the glory of God. Listen up what Paul says to the church at Philippi in Philippians 4.8. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. My dad hammered on those kind of things. Think on those things that are true, that are admirable, that are helpful, that are praiseworthy. My daughter, she's awesome at this. She lives this passage in her life. She's not perfect. I don't mean her to sound perfect, but she does. She wants to think about things that are admirable, things that are excellent and praiseworthy. She does never wants to talk about anybody, ever. If you say anything about somebody, she will correct you in a hurry because she is such a positive person, and I want to be that same way. Think about things that are uplifting and praiseworthy. You know, I think we'd all agree that there are many things that we could get caught up thinking about that are not positive, that bring negative emotions. I like the Apostle Paul's approach. Think about those things that are right, things that can bring about a good feeling, things that will lift people up. When you feel negative emotions entering, call upon God right then and there. Ask him to remove them from your heart and mind or do something to get your mind off that instead of dwelling on that. You see, we see that in the church sometimes. People start focusing on a negative issue, and they build and build, and they want to get people on board with them, and so they talk to somebody else. They think they're doing somebody a favor when they're just going against the things of God. People wake up, wake up. Frankly, some people don't want them to remove. They're happy. They're not happy unless they make somebody else miserable, and I think you all know people like that. 
Know this, that the good comes from God. James 1, 16 through 18 says, Don't be deceived, my dear brothers and sisters. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. He chose to give birth through the word of truth that we might be kind, the kind of first fruits of all he created. The good gifts, the good attitude, what is good in your heart comes from God, and God has no evil in him whatsoever. God is anxious for us to sift out things that are causing you to make poor decisions. Sift out things that are causing poor attitudes. Get rid of anything that will dampen your relationship with Jesus Christ. What can help us have victory over temptation that comes our way? Well, this is some things. Get into a fellowship with Christians. That is why the church is so vital in people's lives. That's why in Hebrews, it says, do not forsake the assembling and gathering together. We need to be encouraged by the church, people together. I love seeing church families. I love my fellow uh, church churches around the Treasure Valley. I love them, and I tell you to be involved in one of them. I don't tell you to come to Cloverdale. I mean, I'd love to have you, but I'd certainly love to have you in one of the churches that are uplifting the name of Jesus, that you can be involved in a church family that would be there for you, supporting you. You know, we all have dark days in our lives, and we need to be loved and encouraged, and we also need people who will love and encourage us. As you well know, the last couple of weeks has been pretty sad in our family. Losing my dear brother Dan, who I was so close to, has been a very difficult time for myself, for my sister-in-law especially, and her kids, and just all of us who loved him so dearly. And we needed people around us. I'm telling you what, people have come out of the woodwork. I can't tell you uh, how many people have sent texts, have sent cards, have called. In fact, a couple weeks ago, right afterwards, I couldn't even get anything done. There were so many things coming in because people cared. So many meals, so much. It's just incredible. That's the support of the church family. Number two is this, be accountable. We need to have people in our lives that can keep us honest and help us to grow. I have, and I'm a pastor, and I have people that keep me accountable. I have a prayer group that I'm accountable to on Thursday mornings every week that we talk and we share, I share my heart with. I have the radio station this morning. In fact, this morning, the morning that I did this broadcast of these shows, it's not exactly the day you're hearing it, but on this morning, we had a, they had a prayer meeting in the back room they do every day, and they asked me, Pastor Tom, what is it we can pray for you for? I started naming saying, they said, no, what is it we can pray for you for specifically? You, Tom, what can we pray for you, Tom, about? And so I shared a couple of things that were deep on my heart. And you know what? It's so neat to have people that care. I love the radio station. Every single person that works here, they're dear friends of mine. Beth is a very close friend of mine, and Dave, her son, and, and Dale, and the, whole, and the whole bunch of them are just great, great people. And Doug, but uh, you know what? We need those people. Have people in your life. We, and also, the last thing is this, we need to get in God's Word. Draw near to God. And the neat thing now is you don't have to just read it. You can listen to it. Go online and get the Gideon app. You can listen to the Bible. That's what I do. I listen a lot to the Bible. I listen to about 10 chapters of Revelation in the morning. It's awesome. Well, folks, you can make a difference. You can overcome. Just follow what God has for you and be faithful. Lord bless you. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 
1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.